Hi, everyone. My name is Sambal Siddiqui. And I'm Alana Mallon, and we are two of Cambridge's new city councilors, and this is our weekly podcast, Women Are Here. Happy Wednesday, everyone. It's officially midweek, although Monday was so long that it feels like Friday already. I literally thought it was Friday, honestly. <laughs> I, it was crazy. I was like, it's the weekend. I woke up this morning so tired after our two super long days at City Hall. It's, it's Wednesday, right? It's Wednesday, Two yeah. super long days, and I was like, it's certainly Friday, but no. It's not. It's well, not. we'll have to. Not we'll even close you to in. Friday. It's, yeah, it's Wednesday. We have like two more days, and there's so much... There's between so much to do between then. now and then. Oh, God. Anyway, we'll we'll get into the fun stuff that happened the last two days. But first, we have to start off talking about TV. Uh, what are you watching? So this weekend, I got in a zone and I said, you know, there it was, was gross out, right? It was really nasty. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to watch Handmaid's Tale. <gasps> Wait, season one? Season one. You have not seen it. I have not seen it. What are you doing with well, your life? Well, I finished the 10 episodes. It oh, like me. just one after another after another? It, yeah, I spent Sunday. <laughs> I did That's it. That's a depressing Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So I was a little bit like, I. It's a great. It's well written. It's so good. The well, did, had you amazing. ever read the book? Yes, in high uh, school. I know, right, Margaret? Atwood. I need to read it again. I think. Yeah, I you read should it again. Yeah. Um, anyway, for those who don't know, well, it's it's basically about. It's a dystopian future. Yeah. That is happening right now, mm-hmm. essentially. <laughs> basically, yeah. <laughs> but and, it takes place here in Cambridge. Yes, and which Boston is so area. freaky. So freaky. It, it freaked me out. Although they filmed it in Toronto, thank God. Yeah. Although season two, there's a lot of like Boston. It's it's almost, it's it's too freaky season two because there's so much Boston in it that it feels so close to home. Oh, wow. But season one, Elizabeth Moss is so good. Amazing actress. You know, it's all about her and her life. You know, there's a lot of flashbacks to her. There are people's lives before. And it's eerie how, I know. Some, you know, it, it's it's we haven't gotten to that point, right? But who's to say right anyway for those who haven't seen it i'd recommend seeing it it's on hulu um and you can get like a a one month membership i think that's what we did both for both seasons you just get a one month membership and let it go there's a couple other good shows on hulu too yeah but (laughs) my friend's letting me use her uh why would you say that this is like going out on the airwaves i know millions of people are going to listen to this knowing (laughs) that you're pirating (laughs) well she she's like oh you're welcome to use it so if anyone wants to use (laughs) it I do that often. Your like password right over. We'll tweet it out. Don't worry. We'll tweet it out. (laughs) Anyway, so that was uh, that was also uh, something that you know I did over the weekend, and then another thing I did was uh, on Saturday night I went to Sisters on the Runway um, event uh, that benefits Transition House, right? Which is our domestic violence shelter. Yeah, we went last year. We did. I found that picture of us from last year. Yeah, and it's a great event, and CRLS students put together. Put it together. And Sisters on the Runway, they're at a few college campuses. And really, it's all about raising awareness about domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Especially at that age. Right, right. right. And it's important to understand that. And the show on. was great. You know, the, the, the young people, they, uh, you know, they came out in shirts that had words like, you know, derogatory words mm-hmm. that pe- people use, whether it's. I don't know if we can swear on the podcast. You can't. But well, we signed yeah, that we form. Can't. Oh, that's right. So you Susan know. will kill us. Yeah, we won't swear, but you you can imagine all the the words that are used to describe women. Oh, and, I see. And so mm-hmm. uh, you know that was amazing to see, and they just did it's a great job. When you see, yeah. It like that. So shout out to all the um, sisters on the runway, uh, volunteers and organizers who put that together. And I know that Transition House really, you know, the, they do such important work in our they city. They do. And if you missed the event, um, they are always looking for donations and they're at transitionhouse.org. So yeah, please donate. Please donate. 
And then we will before we get into the the the, the real fun stuff, uh, like su- really fun, yeah, really fun. Um, Let's talk about last night. Yeah, we'll talk about last night. I'm so tired. You did such a good job at the iftar. So, I was proud of you, friend. Thank you. I didn't even take any pictures because I was like all like Aww. glowy, happy. You just your mom was in the front row. Aww. She was so proud. You could tell people kept walking by her and like, <laughs> and she was like, mm, mm-hmm. "That's my daughter." <laughs> Man, I got I got the best mom and dad. I got I gotta say. So it was a community iftar, and it happens every year. Uh, and you know, this year this is the fifth year. Yeah, the yeah. fifth year. I was here for. I was there in the mayor's office for the first one. Oh wow! Yeah, was it? Where was it? First year, same place. Same place. Yeah, yeah. city hall. We've alternated. Last year was at the senior uh, center, and this year I wanted to do it at city hall. It's so much better at city hall. Yeah, I think we just have to figure out logistics. You know, there's just so many people who showed up. I think it was around over 300 people. Definitely who came. over 300. I and I would say during the praying time, we do have to figure out for next year the logistics because the. There's those of us who I, I wasn't praying, but I was in the hallway and we were being too loud. Yeah. 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 And, and I, I didn't want to be disrespectful. I didn't realize that people could. There was a big din. <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, lessons learned. I think we'll have to next year work on a few logistics. But overall, I think it's such a great event that brings together not only, you know, it's Muslims and non-Muslims yeah. uh, who come together and um, learn about. Uh, Ramadan, we presented a key to the city to Justice Lahir, who's been a part of our community. He's 99 years 99 old. 99 years old. That's incredible. That incredible. was incredible. When they said 99, I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had uh, the Harvard chaplain speak. He was so good. He's amazing. His name is Khalil uh, Abdur Rashid, and he is just fantastic. He's fantastic. Uh, he had a great, uh, you know, he presentation. Really uh, and so, it, you know, it was great uh, to, to fill people in. And iftar is the breaking of the fast. Uh, and it's just, you know, a community meal. And the Ramadan is going on right now. It's really all about reflection. Um, Muslims from pray fast from sunup till sundown. Uh, and uh, then they break their fast. They have to pray five five times a day. And there's all these layers to Ramadan. It's not only just food and drink. It's any kind of vice, right? Mm, you, you know, right. As a by nature, we're consumers, right? And so this is all about not cons- really not, not consuming. consuming anything. Even I was talking to a gentleman last night. No water, anything. No water during the day. Nothing um, until that you break your so fast. Must be so hard. You know, I think for Muslims, they 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 treat it as this period of just this is their month of reflecting mm-hmm. and 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 really thinking about god mm-hmm. and the divine and i'm not particularly too religious but I'm, I'm very spiritual and but i grew up you know participating in ramadan and uh, and eid which is the um the culmination oh, yeah. and ending of ramadan and that's the 15th right no school. No school people. And, <laughs> you know, we have that in our schools. And it's very, you know, it's very historical, rare. right? Yeah. Most cities will not, don't have a day off for Eid. Well, we have an Eid, um, a day off in September or October for Eid al-Adha as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was instituted several years ago. Yeah. So it's very important and it means a lot to the, the Muslims who are here. So I have a question. Yes. All right. So every night there's the iftar. Yeah, but last night I was talking to this gentleman, and he was saying that the that the last ten days, that's why you have the iftar, the like the public iftar, at the beginning of that last ten days is because the last ten days are the hardest ones to get through. Was he just like messing with me? I 
I haven't heard that. Oh, okay. I think there's a there's a I was iftar like, oh, every night. really? <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, the, the mosque has an iftar every night. Right. Okay. So uh, I think has been since. Well, I just wondered started. why it was last night versus like tonight or next week. Oh, the iftar. Oh, yeah. I just decided the date. Oh, and you're <laughs> oh you're the iftar maker. I did. The, okay. I said June fifth is doable. Got it. This is when there's no meeting. There's no meeting. City hall is open, and Eid is the fifteenth. So. You know, you have to. I had the date like a month and a half in okay. advance. That yeah. guy, I'm gonna find him. Yeah, he was probably like, maybe Listen to what I right. told this lady. I'm, I'm a bad Muslim. So. <laughs> well, it uh, made sense to me because you know you spend 20 days fasting. You gotta like, you once you get to that 20 days, you're like, I, I'm not gonna make it. Yeah, I know. I mean, I I'm on medication this year, so I, I can't fast. Mm. If you're pregnant, on medication, like elderly. Um, you know, there's there's a few uh, reasons not to fast. So maybe next year. Well, the food was so good, and I have to say, first of all, I was very proud of you. Oh, thank you. Very, you did a great job. Um, but it was so nice to look out at City Hall Chamber and have it be so colorful and diverse. Like everyone just had these beautiful like headscarves on, and it was just fairly nice to see a lot of different difference and diversity um in that chamber doesn't I, always look like that i think it's the probably the best attended event 100 percent. Uh, you know we there were people so up in the events. balcony oh my god yeah yeah and there was there was a long line for the food like there were oh, yeah i'm telling you there was yeah. at least 300 people there which the, is a ton and the people here's the thing they come from cambridge they come from <laughs> watertown oh, malden boston okay. Qu- there are people from quincy here wow so i mean it, it is kind of crazy how many people come but you know, we're, we're, it's great to have uh, everyone together. Oh, and it was nice to have the Islamic Center, or what is it? The yeah, ISB. ISB. It was nice to have their leadership there, and they were they're so great. they were volunteering. They were so happy to be there. Yeah, they're great. So that you know, that's been our that was last night, and then Monday we had a long meeting. We really did. I think we had um, we had our city council meeting Monday night, and we had uh, the item on the agenda, the big item on the agenda that. 60 people came and spoke 60 so there was you know you get three minutes of public comment so we were there for quite a while listening to people um both for and against this inman square redesign and um i had had kind of a hard time making a decision on this one because i do live in the neighborhood i live on maple avenue and uh ultimately i voted to move forward with the project but it wasn't a decision that i came to lightly or you know without doing my homework I just felt it was such a large, expensive project, and the city, I didn't feel like had done a good enough job convincing us that moving a plaza across the street would enliven the square, that the bike infrastructure was intuitive enough, and that enough care was taken to protect our small businesses, and that a holistic approach had really not been taken when designing in this new intersection. I think in particular, we didn't talk about it last week, but I had concerns that the Inman Square Firehouse and its changing needs were not taken into consideration fully. There were designs um, at the very beginning that uh, were thrown out immediately because of the fire truck radiuses that were coming out of the Inman Square Firehouse. And, you know, we're, we just approved a new piece of fire equipment for the Inman Square Firehouse on Monday night that is smaller and has a, a, a tighter turning radius. So I, I do think that we could have, in the beginning, really looked at that whole square holistically in yeah. the city buildings there and really try to figure out if there was something else we could do. But, you know, at the same time, I really wanted to respect the city's community engagement process, which was long and and, and there were many meetings. And uh, it, you know, the majority of it predated my time on the council. But 
contrary to you know what's been said, not only is it okay for me to critique the process, especially when you know the outcome isn't as as great as it could be, but it's actually my job as a city councilor to actually ask those hard questions and and really demand answers. So. You know, when I ran for office, people always ask me, you know, what sets you apart from other candidates? And like, why in 26 candidates should I vote for you? And my answer always was that I could see the city from its many constituencies, not just my own. And when we as city councilors sit down with interest groups, residents, businesses, and everyone else, you know, their interests are always the most important to them. But it's our job to take those pieces of information and put them together to form the big picture. And I, you know, I really took this decision Seriously, because as the only city councilor who lives in the neighborhood, it was really important to me to get this right. And I really feel like projects like the Inman Square redesign require leadership that's thoughtful, and they require someone who's willing to engage every stakeholder, ask those tough questions, and hold people accountable. In the end, I I spent the two weeks in between the two votes um, really working with city leadership to address my many concerns and get commitments from them to get me to a yes vote. Um, and then, you know, lastly, I, I ran on a platform of making streets safer. And I just, I couldn't justify a complete rejection of this plan because it includes protection for cyclists and pedestrians. And I know a lot of people in my neighborhood aren't happy with my vote, but I hope that I've shown people that as city councilor, I'll always stay involved in a thoughtful, methodical way to make sure that the city approaches projects. You know, these, we've got a couple big projects coming up and we're going to be looking at them holistically. So we don't end up with these all or nothing situations that we were in on Monday night. A lot of people are in a tough spot. So I voted yes and it was a close vote, six to three, which is what it needed to pass the legislature, pass to the state legislature as a home rule petition. But that's really not ideal. You really want, if something's going to the state legislature and you're asking your state delegation to put it forward to the governor's desk, you really want it to be a, a less close vote than that. You know, optimally, it would, yeah, optimally, it would be a nine nothing vote. But mm-hmm. in the end, there are a few counselors whose concerns, they felt like they couldn't um, surround forward, them and, yeah. and they couldn't move forward. So I guess, um, yeah, I think you, I mean, I have to commend you for the, the, the thoughtfulness and how thorough you've been in coming to the decision. I, you know, I think <clears throat> this was something that we're, you know, we just were elected and, you know, we were kind of thrown into this mm-hmm. process and we were told that this is what the city has been working on. And on one level, you're like, okay, <clears throat> you want to trust everyone and you want to say, you know, you've done your due diligence here. And, uh, but on the you're other the hand, professionals. Right, you're, you're the, the professionals, yep. you're the experts. We're not the Not experts. a traffic engineer. Exactly. But you're absolutely right that it is our duty. This is why we're elected to ask as many questions as we can to raise the concerns of constituents. And I think there were constituents who, um, you know, were very concerned about the trees, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there's trees that in the plant. The, the honey locusts and, in Volucci Plaza that are over 50 years old. Yeah. And I totally understo- understand those concerns, right? We were pitting safety with the environment. But I firmly do believe that if our the city, if they could have saved those trees, or we haven't cut them. No, they haven't been cut down. So Correct. Right. This is all a, a is, somewhat premature conversation. It's all premature. <laughs> right, right. It's this, you know, and that's why we have to come back to the what the vote was right. on Monday, actually. It was sending it to the state legislature based on <clears throat> article 97 97 <laughs> i don't even know the article which is basically <clears throat> was put into place as a as a break yeah. because in the you know 
in earlier decades, traffic mm-hmm. engineers would be like, you know what would be a great place for an intersection right there at that par- that public yeah. park? And they would just take the park. And Article 97 is a safeguard against actually traffic engineering taking public parks for new roads. Yeah. So, and then hence this big, this is the first part of many decisions. Right. So Volucci Park, moving across the street, will require a home rule petition for this Article 97 if it passes through the state legislature and the governor signs it, it will come back to the city council for another vote. Yes. And then there will be another vote when we have to appropriate the $6 million to actually start the project. Um, I do think that one of the concerns that came up that was outside of whether or not to move the plaza or not um, was, do we have enough time in this legislative session to get this through? So it is June 6th. The state legislation... Let it bleh. legislation red leather <laughs> red yellow leather. leather. <laughs> you do that, people, to practice not fubbing, but <laughs> but it doesn't work. We're gonna have to this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so the state legislature's legislative session ends on July thirty first. So there's a lot of steps between Friday when it will go over to the state house between when it could actually pass. So if it does not pass through this legislative session, there it does not start up again until January of twenty nineteen. So nothing will happen on this until January 2019 if we can't, if the state delegation can't get it passed before uh, August. So it's going to be tight. Um, it was going to be tight two weeks ago. Uh, so we'll we'll see. Yeah, let's see what happens. I think a lot of the conversations about construction and the impact on small businesses, I think they're very important but yeah. bef- we gotta get this decision first and then you know i know that all the council we we're excited to really make sure our businesses are a- included in you know the updates if the construction happens and we have to do something for these businesses who will be impacted for for several years for many years yeah yeah so so, you know, we'll we'll keep you posted, but um, it, you know, it's it's going to keep us busy for the rest of our uh, June. It is going to keep us busy, and I think it was a good lesson for us as new counselors to kind of, you know, when we start these big projects that start during our time on the council, to really like think about the entire puzzle exactly, um, and ask those tough questions to begin with, right? Like, so it. I would have asked those questions about that firehouse. What is the future of that firehouse? What yeah. is the equipment that's going to be stored there? Can, do we really need to throw out these designs right now without actually having those conversations? Right. So just thinking about projects like that holistically, I think will be something that you and I could really bring to the table. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of the firehouse, <laughs> someone had a fun Friday night. I did. And I have to say that, um, yeah, I spent... Friday night, this past Friday night, at the Lafayette Square Fire Station with Squad 2. So thank you to um, Captain Haggerty and the rest of the team over there for putting up with me for over five hours. Oh, wow. I know. I felt really bad. But I didn't want to go home. It was so – it was really fun. And I don't know what it says about my personal life, but it was the most fun (laughs) Friday night I've had in a long time. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I got to go out on calls um, with the – with the firefighters and you know i got to check out all of these all the fire engines and you know the protective gear that they wear it's something that during the budget hearings we t- we heard a lot about cancer and firefighters and what safeguards municipalities are really putting into place um 
to make sure that we are keeping our firefighters as safe as we can from particulates, because it's not just always about smoke and smoke inhalation. Yeah. It's about um, the diesel fuel that the those fire engines emit as they're coming into the firehouse and making sure that we've got um, clean diesel. Uh, they've got particulates on, on their jackets when they're coming back in from fires that if you wear that jacket again and you don't have your mask on, you get those particulates in your lungs. Uh, and that the, the instances of bladder cancer, testicular cancer, lung cancer uh, are very, very high in our firefighters. And so, you know, just trying to figure out where, where are the challenges in firefighting in 2018 and um it was a it was a fun night i I asked a lot of questions. I'm sure after I left, they were like, "Woo! Thank God that lady's gone." But <laughs> and she asked these questions during city council <laughs> meeting too, and it was nine p.m. It was nine o'clock, and I I felt really bad. Um, but we were. It was so interesting because we were approving a new piece of yeah. fire equipment that was smaller and was more suited to an urban environment. And I had just spent Friday night trying to navigate our perfect our yeah. small streets. And, you know, I got to tell you, these Uber and Lyft drivers, they don't care Mm-mm. if you if you got a fire engine coming down the street with the lights on. They don't care. They just they don't move over. They don't anything. It's really distressing. I was I, I was like, I feel for you guys, man. I really yeah. do. Um, but I went out on a, a few calls and one of them was uh, an OD call mm. here in Central Square. It was the fifth one of the day. Um, it was on the Middle East patio where like people were eating dinner and uh, it was really scary. It's it's scary that it happens so often in Central Square. I, you know, they were talking about, you know, it must have been a bad batch. Um, but if you think about how how often that happens, it's it's very scary. And I don't necessarily know what to do about that. But um, we're spending a lot of resources. Yeah. And, you know, this guy, uh, he was very non-responsive. And there was a minute there where I was like, I don't I don't think he's going to make it. But they did end up processing they. Gave him some Narcan. Narcan and got an IV in and, and got him into the ambulance. And I have to say, you know, our people were on the scene like very quickly. But, you know, there's people at the Middle East just eating dinner out on the patio and this is all happening. It was bananas. It's bananas. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it was, a, it was a fun Friday night. I am looking forward to supporting some legislation actually that's in the state house right now. Um, that just passed from the House into the Senate Rules Committee, and it is um, it's H two five one five, but it's to change um, disability laws for our first responders. So, if you get cancer as a firefighter, it is not treated as workman's comp a workman's comp case. So, like if you fall down, yeah. or if you fall off a ladder, that is all everything's covered under workman's comp. But if you have cancer, it's not. So you run out of sick time to to do your yep. treatment. So this would this would be a change in the law to make sure that to treat cancer like a workman's like a workers comp case. So um, stay tuned for that. I'm talking with um, some of our state senators now to make sure that they know that it's a priority and hopefully get it passed in this legislative That's session. Great. Yeah, that's so important. Well, I am not ready to go on a fire truck just yet, but uh, oh, you should though. Yeah, I my I, for those who are interested, I, <laughs> I took my boot off and I have a this week yeah. on women are here <laughs> stumbles foot update. I know my ankle <laughs> update. Dun, dun, dun. So I have a yeah ankle brace and uh, it, it's it's a sports brace, so I can put my sneaker on. Actually. For those of you who care, Alana helped me put my sneaker on <laughs> earlier. Uh, she's I didn't do a friend. very good job. I was just like jamming it in there. I was and like, like, just no, jam it up. Broken. Jam it up. 
anyway, so uh, that's my update on, on, on the ankle for those who care. So once I get better, I'd love to also shadow and just go on a ride along with the police, which you've done, which you've yeah. talked about, and also um, hit up a fire truck because I think that'd be a fun Friday night. For I'm me. telling you, like, they made dinner. Oh, my gosh. They yeah. had ice cream. It's just like Chicago Fire. People don't watch that show. You should. It's great. I, I, I like had to hold myself back from being like, do you guys watch Chicago Fire? Do you guys watch 911? Like, cause they would be like, no, I know. I, I don't. This is like my whole life. No, I don't. I need to not ever do that then. <laughs> so, uh, what else is happening? So I had a public safety committee meeting today that was chaired by Councillor Kelly and, uh, the call was, uh, call meaning the purpose of the meeting was to discuss the uh, police officer that is now in City Hall. And who was del- so lovely. Yeah, Officer McCarthy. She's so yeah, great. She's, I met her recently. Lady Cop. Lady Cop. I like that. And really the purpose uh, was born from employees feeling unsafe. Uh, yeah. You know, we get, you know, they're Lots that kind of, of people coming in and out. Lots of people coming, you know, coming in and out. You know, in March, I think the second day of the job, Officer McCarthy you know, there was someone who was smoking crack in the... In the basement. In the basement. In, in one of the bathrooms. In the Happens one of the bathrooms. all the time. Exactly. And so I think um, she said that since then, they, since her being there and telling the individual, you know, you, if you come back and do this again, I'll have to arrest you. He hasn't come back and mm-hmm. there has not been any incidents. So, uh, you know, I think I'm glad our employees are feeling more safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I suggested during the meeting that, you know, it'd be great to do an evaluation and a survey for employees and say... And, how, and their safety, le- and the, like how yeah, they feel. Now mm-hmm. how they feel, yeah. because we're not really... Collect- we're just... It's a lot of anecdotal. Based on an- anecdotal, we said they feel really unsafe. So now it'd be great to evaluate and just make sure the employees are feeling, you know, um, and s- they are feeling safe, but just to have that recorded. So... Um, you know, for the to show that we we do need an officer, I think there are some concerns that some counselors have about First Amendment rights during public comment, and that I think is a separate issue. What is that? What's the correlation there? Sorry, so I think cer- certain people there's some public comment that they uh, feel like the police would. Th- they feel that they they you know they don't want to be. They feel intimidated by an officer being in the room when they're doing public comment huh okay and you know is that is that a concern that has been emailed to us or no i think there's it a feeling that a counselor has it's not a counselor it's someone um an individual who oh i uh, see come you know is who comes and makes public comments got it okay and so i think that is a separate issue in the sense that this officer you know the reason they're there is because the employees are feeling have felt unsafe right yeah i mean i I worked there for two years in the mayor's office and there were definitely times where you know anyone can walk in and and they come right into the mayor's office they want to talk to somebody and um they're not always mentally uh all together so uh, yeah i definitely um i understand yeah absolutely and i think this first amendment notion i mean I think we civil liberties. I take that all very seriously, Definitely, you yeah. know, and I think our officers do as well. You know, I don't think they would stop someone from speaking, you know, unless that person was doing something that was, you know, unsafe for the public, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I think you have, and it's also case by case. You can't do a blanket rule, you know. And I think Officer McCarthy said that she was like, you know, each person we will treat individually, right? Everyone is different. And so 
I, I really appreciate her being there, and I think it was the right decision to make. I do too, and I was glad that she, you know, wanted to to do yeah. this job, and because um, there's definitely some police officers that you see that aren't as um, inviting as she. To me, she she has a very friendly, open face, and she's always very she smiles at everyone, and you know, some of our officers that's just not their wheelhouse. Yeah. So I'm glad that she's there, and. Um, Anyway, I, it's it's totally different now than when I was working in the mayor's office. The feeling in City Hall for me, um, having her there, it yeah. Just is, yeah. And she she's had she's been a police officer thirteen years, mm-hmm. and prior to that, she has like eight years of working in customer service. Yeah, so oh, think, so you can tell. Yeah, yeah, and so you can tell, and so you know, we're happy to have you. So that was today, and then tomorrow. Wait, can I just say one thing? Yeah. Can I um, speaking of police officers? Sure. I just want to say congratulations to our friend Dan yes. Wagner, who was just promoted this week to deputy yeah. superintendent. So, Dan, if you're listening, congratulations from me and Sumble. But we met Dan in the car. In the car. So we were at an event, and Sumble um, was trying to get an Uber, and the Uber couldn't find. It was her. like crying. I, I think you called like three different Ubers yeah. and had paid and canceled, and like the whole thing. So I walked out, and there was Sumble, and she's can't get an Uber. I'm like crying. And we're at a police event. I was like, don't worry. There's about to be 100 police officers coming out. We'll get a ride back to City Hall. So out comes Dan Wagner and takes us to City Hall. So he, um, we're talking to him and he's like, oh, I know who you guys are because I listen to your podcast. And we were like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think I one of us said something and he was like, no, I know I heard because I listened your to your podcast. podcast. So it was very mm-hmm. sweet. Um, and so anyways, it was nice to be there. It was Monday morning. It was nice to be there with his family and, and celebrate him. Yeah. And, I'm sorry I missed it. No, I know. But shout him out on the podcast. You're Yay. amazing, Dan. And uh, we're really looking forward to the fact that, you know, he is leading the Office of Procedural Justice. Right? Is he family justice? Family. Yes. 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 Family. Either way. Either way. You're super doing big exciting. Things. Really, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. We're very happy for you. So, not to the weekend. Oh, well, Thursday, tomorrow, <laughs> we have an ordinance meeting. So, we will share the fun facts about that next week. Oh, it's about buskers. Yes. Whether or not to have buskers. Do people know what that is? Are you waiting for them to answer? Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Alana, can you explain it? <laughs> oh, um, oh, you were asking me. Yeah. Not them. Okay. Yeah. So busking is when you are playing an instrument on yep. the street and you can ask for money. So they are not allowed right now. Um, and buskers have moved on to other places like Somerville and mm-hmm. Boston. And um, it's just a way to try to figure out to how to enliven our squares again because it is kind of a bummer now that they're gone. Right. We need more. Yeah. So that's happening on Thursday. Also, CRLS graduation is tomorrow night. Uh, it's going to be full circle moment for me. I know because we're going to be up there on that stage. Yeah. You know, not to toot my own horn, but 12 years ago, I graduated from Cambridge Georgia Latin, and I was student body president, and I sat on stage. Did you get to... Oh, really? Yeah. Did you get to wear something special, like a sash? I I don't know. I don't know. I did do a speech. Oh. Which I can do for you sometime. I am... Oh, you're going to do it? I'm going to look I it up on I still have it written. <laughs> <laughs> and my, I, yeah. You, you keep know, everything. I do keep everything. I, I literally keep everything. But, you know, it's funny. At my 10-year high school reunion that I organized, uh, I started i when i got like around 8 10 9 p.m when there were a lot of people i did the speech (laughs) 
for everyone and be like, <laughs> I did this 10 years ago, everyone. Were people into it or were people like, oh my God, Sambo like, is so weird. They're like, this chick is so weird. <laughs> my brother was there and he was really sweet. Oh, because you have a twin brother. You have a twin brother and he was just like, everyone quiet down. My quiet sister's, my making, sister's making the same speech again. <laughs> She's so lazy. She didn't write a new one. <laughs> Oh my god! So yeah, so well, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. We should live like live stream it on Facebook or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, um, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll work on it. We'll work on it. And then also this weekend we have the Pride brunch on Saturday. Uh, it's June 9th from nine to eleven at Cambridge City Hall on the second floor. It's such a nice event with food and speeches and awards. And then there's a shuttle bus that takes folks who are attending the parade to the parade route in Boston. It's a fun event. Yeah, we went last year. Oh, we did. That's right. I brought yeah. Jasper with me. Yeah, yeah. It was great. I, I, I always, I love, I love going to that event. So happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Oh, I, we have not talked about Denver, the Supreme Court's decision yet, but I have a lot to say. But we are running out of time. Um, I know. Can we? We'll talk about that next week. Yeah. Next Stay week. tuned, Stay everyone. Tuned. You're on the edge of your seats. Ugh. But have a great week, everyone. Hope to see you at the Pride brunch this weekend. And yeah. Oh, one more event: the Immigrant Day. Oh, uh, so we have a, an event also Saturday right after Pride. It's at the Cambridge um, Central Square Library. Uh, it's on Pearl Street. Pearl Street, and it's being organized by the Immigrate Immigration Citizenship uh, Commission. Okay, uh, and it's it's literally called you know Immigrant Family Day, and, and so it's for families to come. There will be tons of food, music, um, you know, information about services, and that's starting at twelve thirty and goes till three on Saturday. Wow, there's a lot going on this week. Yes, totally. Well, that's our podcast. Yeah, that's our podcast for this week. I hope you guys have a great weekend. See you next week. See you next week. Bye.